Welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How How's are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm well. I'm well. I saw you look over at me. I was smiling and then you started to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like forever since we've done one. But yeah. yeah. You know, we have lives too. <laughs> do we? <laughs> <laughs> Get things we got to do. Um, we're doing our Love is Blind episode. This one we're going to do a little bit different. So we usually do one episode at a time, but this time we're going to do two episodes together. Um, this is going to be episode five and six. Um, there is a lot of things that goes on in this show. So we're not going to talk about the show, everything about it. It's just these kind of key things that the uh, people in there find themselves, you know, in. So if you're coming here for a blow by blow of the show, this isn't for you. This is uh, just lightly touching on some things. <laughs> we should change the name, right? <laughs> it's Love is Blindish. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But, um, but yeah, so when we open up, we're still at the honeymoon. And one of the things I wanted to talk about was Zenob and Cole were on the beach mm. and we find out that he, I guess, surfs. He's a jack of all trades. Yeah, look at him. I know. Look and at him. he's Cole. in Dallas. So he must be from, did they ever say he's from oh, somewhere else? I don't else? know where. Because there's not a lot of surfing places in Dallas. I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying you just can't really pick that up. So yeah. it has to be from one of the coasts. Maybe sure. they, yeah. Or maybe he has a family that travels a lot. I mean, some mm. people, they like, they go to the beach every summer as a family. So like. Look, I went surfing one time in Hawaii. Uh-huh. It was not pretty. I cannot <laughs> imagine you on a surfboard. <laughs> well, they give you these big giant surfboards, by the way. They're like, I don't know, maybe like 13 feet long. They're huge and you have to carry them around. And I think it's because that way you don't fall right Uh it's harder to fall off of this big giant surfboard yeah but yeah it was it was rough are they really heavy like how much do they weigh that one was yeah Yeah. it's i I couldn't tell you but it was pretty heavy and then you get in the water and then you you go but again it's meant for you to for beginners and then later on the surfboards get smaller and smaller but yeah it was fun i'm glad i did it yeah (laughs) i surfed for every bit of maybe three seconds and that was it (laughs) and after that i fell down and that was it I was like, hey, got that. And you're like, okay, I got to go to the bar. Bucket list done. Yeah. Let's go. Um, But one of the things that I thought about when they were doing this, because Zenob was on the beach and she was just watching him. Obviously, if you don't know how to surf, like that you can't surf, like you're just going to be watching. But, um, and then something in this comes up later at the pool party where she's just kind of uh, standing by and kind of watching him. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about, do you have a preference on, I mean, obviously if you're in a relationship, you kind of want to do things with your partner, but mm-hmm. would it make you feel weird if you were with someone like Zinub who just kinds to like watch from afar? Yes. It does. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> I, I, um, and I, I always at one point somewhat of a stick in the mud myself. Mm. And then I realized that, yeah, it's no fun. As I've gotten older, I like to do more things and take more chances. Yeah. And I don't know, there's, it's all about image because I know we're kind of bouncing around, but let's just say go back to the pool thing, right? right? Or even even in the beach, she didn't want to get wet. Well, like she, she's like, she it took me whole, a long time. Exactly, to get, and I can understand though because she had a whole outfit. And, and don't get me wrong, <laughs> totally understand that. But let me just say, at the end of your, and I don't know, maybe everybody's going to be different, but when you're in your twilight of your years, mm. are you really going to be thinking about how good I looked or are you thinking about the experience, whether you went out yeah. swimming and having fun? So so when I went out vacation with my son, this is my son, it's not even my romantic partner, but we were at the beach and it was cold. I get really cold. I don't want to get in there because I know it's freezing, mm. but he wanted to go jump in the, in the water. 
and he was in there by himself and it was just him and I, and he was just like, dad, come on, come on. So I was like, ah, I don't want to, but I know that he's going to remember this. So I'm going to do it for him. And so I jumped in the water. We did. We had a great time jumping around, flapping around, doing whatever. But again, it's, if I would have been like, no, I don't want to get wet or no, I don't want to do like, yeah, he still would have had fun, but it would have been different. You know what I mean? I think it's just different for women because- like she was saying, it's like a whole outfit. It's a whole ensemble. It take we want to be cute for these like <laughs> events, you know. So it's hard. Like if I was going to an event where it would be like really hot, yeah. but I also wanted to be cute, you mm. know. And it's like it's just hard. <laughs> oh, that dilemma of yours. <laughs> what do I do? Do I have fun or do I look cute? I don't know. I don't know. I would I just, say, can't you be in the middle? Take all your pictures at, at the beginning and then afterwards go oh, jump yeah. in the pool and that's, get wet. That's and probably have what fun. it is. What they think she eventually got in the pool, but yeah, she's not going to be, you know, I think in the honeymoon too, that, that part where they were in the pool, like she didn't want to get her hair wet. Yeah. And so I can understand. It's like, yeah, because it's a whole process of all the stuff you have to put in there and air dry, then dry it, then straighten it, then curl it. Then, there's a lot of things. I so, like, I, guess I don't know. I mean, guys can't get away with that same logic. I mean, you know, like just because it's a lot of effort. So, so what, you know, if a guy were to do that and be like, no, I don't want to go to the beach because then I got to get everything in the car. I got to get everything set up. I got to go do this. I got to be like, dude, stop complaining. Just get stuff in the car. Well, we have to pack and stuff I know we all do, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I get what you're saying. And Mm -hmm. if it was that kind of party. Yeah. Okay. Fine and dandy. But he's trying to have fun. Yeah. With this. And I remember like, um. Uh, so I've seen it in older couples where like, uh, let's say the father and the mother is more outgoing. Mm-hmm. So they'll go into the water and the other is sitting back reading a book. Yeah. And that's just how you remember your vacations. Like, yeah, I remember hanging out with my dad. He wasn't jumping around in the pool, snorkeling, doing all this. And my mom, oh, she was reading a book. That's think, about the extent of, yeah. of her vacation time. <laughs> she was sitting back reading a book. And that's fine for her, but you're not building those memories. I think say. for that instance, I would be, if I was in a, I would have been in at the beach, because it's a very intimate thing, I would have been in the water with him and like that kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. the pool party that I can understand having a whole, if I was going, if I was invited to a pool party, it was kind of like, you know, upscale mm-hmm. where people are wearing bathing suits, but they're wearing jewelry and stuff like it's a whatever. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah, I may not get in the water because I have a whole thing. But if it's just me and him at the beach, you know, I wouldn't be wearing makeup. I wouldn't be, well, I know they're filming, but like, so, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, under normal circumstance, if I go to the beach with my boyfriend or husband, I'm not wearing makeup. I'm not dressed up. I know I'm going to get wet, yeah. my hair, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, but she... Well, yeah. So just to pivot a little bit, right? <laughs> just to real quick, because in that, when they were, they started talking uh-huh. and they, remember they started eating, right? Because yeah. if you go swimming, anybody that's ever swam in the beach or just in a pool, you come but out you're and you're hungry. hungry. Yeah, yeah. You're just starving. Well, why was she burn- hungry? She didn't go in... <laughs> Well, let's talk about that, right? Because it was funny because Cole just can't get out of his own way. And I don't know, it's it's basically him being young. He doesn't know any better, yeah. right? But um, she was saying something like, oh, you're fattening me up. And he said something along the lines of, you're fattening yourself up. Yeah, <laughs> why, like, why he I'm said not that? Feeding you. Well, because I guess his implication is I'm not feeding you. Like, you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're bringing your, the food up to your own mouth. But again, why he would say that, you're right. And then on, on top of that, right, I think what it was, they, they start talking about the weight thing. Mm. Or For was any like- guys... Do not talk about weight with your girlfriends or your wives or any females. Don't talk about weight. Avoid that subject. She asked weird questions, though, too, because he was saying that 
she wasn't the typical girl that he goes for. And she was like, is that hard for you? Like, what? <laughs> she's very, she's very sore about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't, I mean, I, I, I kind of get why she's like that, but I don't get why she's Well, I mean, he's like obviously that. attracted to her. They had a very, according to them, the night before was very oh, yeah, sexual. So like he's attracted to her. Yeah. So why is she making it sound like she's so disgusting to him? I think, well, obviously, because he said a few things about Colleen and Colleen being small, little petite, yeah. little thing that she is, a ballet dancer of all things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So if he's... If he's making, you know, uh, comments about her, mm. obviously Zainab is going to feel a certain kind of way about that. But at the same time, so because they got into it later on because that, that was a reoccurring theme and it comes up quite often, right? Mm. I don't know exactly what it is that she wants out of him. Because here's the thing, and in that same scene, and this is why, because I, I wrote it down in my notes, <laughs> because her whole thing, and this is the opening of that particular episode, She's talking about, oh, I love his honesty. He's so honest. I just love his honesty. Do you? Do you really like his honesty? Nobody likes a man's <laughs> honesty. <laughs> and see, that's that's the part that that's the part. I think when people say that there's two there there's a there's a follow-up to that, right? So for women, sometimes when they say, I want you to be honest. It doesn't mean that they want you to be 100% honest. Well, I just think <laughs> it almost feels like I, I want you to tell me what I want to hear, not necessarily honesty because, and I've seen it more often than not, they get in trouble for being honest. You can be honest, but you don't have to say everything that's on your mind. That doesn't make you dishonest if you just leave some things out like that. Like, I don't I love it. I, mean, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> It's great logic. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you. I'm on team Robbie on this one. <laughs> Let's leave some stuff out. Because don't I mean, say like, everything. Got gotcha. you. The way he was talking about Colleen, like, yeah, it's going to hurt Zenob. It's going to give her a complex about Colleen in particular. Like you didn't have to go into, you know, when, I mean, this is another scene, but he was like, you want me to say like, no, I don't have eyes. No, yeah. she's not. Like, well, why do you have to say that? Because she did ask. I know, but like, you can just say like, Yes, if you want to be honest, you can say, yes, I found her attractive, but I'm with you. I want to be with you and leave it as that. Don't go on and on about like, but oh. He's, well. But he's he's done that. She won't, lead, she won't let I it know. be. She won't let it be. And that's that's the part that I don't understand, I guess, from a woman's perspective. I wanted to ask you, you know, you know, if you know, what is it that she wants from him exactly? Because he's apologized already. So what else does she want? I think He's that also she just can't her. get over it and she just wants to keep harping on it, which I don't understand. <laughs> if, if I was with someone and they said something like that, that really hurt me, I don't think that I would be bringing it up again. Like I'm going to try to forget that that ever happened because I don't want to continue to feel bad. So why yeah. would I ask you every time? Like, why are you attracted to her? Like, Sometimes, what is it well, about and, her? And, like, And that's, that's, that's the whole thing. I think people, um, you know, they tend to hold that in. You really... And I've mostly seen it on women. I've seen like a couple of like uh, things on TikTok about it. I've seen, I was watching a comedian um, on Netflix, Ramesh, and I can't remember his last name, but uh, he was talking about the same thing that he was watching Game of Thrones with his wife and there was a nude scene from this girl. She uh -huh. comes out and he's like, hello. And that's all he said was hello. <laughs> 
I'm doing this act. I'm butchering it. But he was just like, hello. And then he stops and he pauses for like a good, I don't know, maybe a minute. And then he says, four months later. <laughs> she brings it up again four months later. But again, it's it's like you can't let it go. I don't know why. It's just that away. I don't know what it is about people comparing themselves to other people. It's uh, well, That's it's, what I'm saying. If I was hurt by it, I would say in that moment, like, why would you say that to me? And then, but after we talk about it that one time, I'm not going to keep talking about it. Like I said, I don't want to keep reminding myself of that event. Yeah. So why would I continue to bring it up? I'm going to tell you it hurt. If you <laughs> yeah. sit there and go on and on about how hot some girls in Ooh. front of me, yeah, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> but <laughs> like... I'm not going to be like, oh, remember that one time? Like, I don't want to think Oof, about it anymore. I don't know, man. Like, gals tend to do that sometimes. I guess guys do too if they don't, if it's unresolved or whatever. I mean, you know, speaking of unresolved, but, you know, I know we're going to jump around a lot, but, you know, like Matt and Colleen, mm-hmm. you know, it's they're adjacent to these guys, right? Because yeah. they keep on coming up in conversations. But there's a thing about Matt <clears throat> that I'm very, I, I, I can totally identify with. He's He's trying so hard. To pretend that he's over what traumatic experience oh, happened to him, dude, and it's clearly he's not. But he cheated. So, so you know, again, anybody that doesn't know the show, he was cheated on, right? He had a longtime girlfriend, and then no, she, he was married. They, they were, were married? married. Yes. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Yes, I'm a hundred percent positive. They were like high school sweethearts. Yeah. Got married. Okay. And then they were together for like ten years. Yeah. And then, but he's only like no, but they met like oh, they were. Like so saying, they met yeah. like fifteen or whatever yeah. they were. And then she got mm-hmm. pregnant, but the guy that she was pregnant with was the guy she was cheating on mm-hmm. him with. And he said that's the last time he spoke with her. Yeah. And then that was the end of that. Yeah. That that whole thing. But the point being is that he keeps on going on and on about how he's over it and how he's this that, but he's really not. Mm. I mean, he's trying hard to move past it, but something that traumatic, I don't know. I would be curious to find out how long ago that was. But if you don't watch the show, it's kind of the same thing with Zeneb Cole and Colleen, that whole thing. Um, He, Colleen thought Cole was cute and Matt has a problem with that. That's where that fight kind of came up because she didn't really shut it down when they were flirting at the pool. Exactly. But yeah, that's, I wrote down that in my notes too, is like, it's very clear that you have not dealt with that and it triggered him immediately. Yeah. (laughs) Multiple times. He's like, he's got one foot out the door sometimes. Like he's ready to go. I always has a backpack. But um, it is traumatic and I don't yeah. blame the guy, but he really, he, he, I don't think he's over it. He keeps on saying it over and over and, and this, that, and the other. And he, he sometimes comes off as, you know, like getting it all together and he's yeah. got it all under control. But there's other times when you can clearly see that it just takes a little bit and all of a sudden he's, yeah. he's off the wall. Well, you and I talk about it all the time about punishing new significant others for past stuff. Like we all try not to, but it's really hard. If you're triggered by something, you know, if you were cheated on or whatever in the worst way, like sometimes the smallest thing could set you off and it's not fair, but well, we all do it. And here's the thing. So <laughs> from that side of Matt, totally understand, but... He was, in my opinion, completely correct in saying that Colleen and uh, Cole, when they were having that conversation, was completely inappropriate. Yes. And she could have shut it down. Yes. A lot sooner. And she didn't. Right. She was having her little fun. They were both flirting and being, yes. feeling cute. Yes. And, 
and saying yeah. inappropriate things. Like, yeah. well, if I would have met you, mm-hmm. why even go down that avenue? Yeah. Why even go down like, hey, if I would have met you in a bar, yeah, who knows like, what would have happened? Exactly. Like, it was really hard to say no to me, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> so that in and of itself, yes, I would have to have a conversation because, and maybe that's the part where the whole love is blind. You know, when you're in a bubble like that, you don't have that extra um, outside forces that that can interrupt your 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 um, relationship, right? Because right. you're just in a pod. They're in a pod. Right. So you all your focus, anybody. yeah, you're just focusing on one person. Right. Now all of a sudden, and then you go back to a bunch of girls, right? If you're in the girls' quarter and a bunch of guys, so there's no, there's mm-hmm. nothing going on, right? Unless you know, you know, but that's a different show, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a that's a different fantasy for me. But anyways, but the point being is that yeah, they could have shut it down. Now. I don't know. Maybe there's people out there that thought that the conversation was okay mm-hmm. and that they saw nothing wrong with it. I don't know. I, I think for a guy like Matt, if that's happened, you have to be very, very careful I how you handle that. I'd be surprised situation. if anybody thought that was okay. And we have to remember all these people are engaged too. So it's not like, I mean, yeah, if they're both single, it was very innocent, but like these are all engaged people and their their partner is at the pool too. And I guess we can kind of... this. I I can bring this up because it's kind of on the same topic. When Bartiste and Raven were talking, mm-hmm. she did what she should have done. She shut it she down. Shut that down quickly. I was really proud of her. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm, Bartiste, that's, that's what you get. And that's exactly how it goes down too. But I will say this, and I don't know, I don't know if, um, so Raven comes from a different, she's cut from a different cloth. She knows that she's good looking. Mm-hmm. She knows this. Mm-hmm. So I've, you know, I'm trying to think of if there's ever been a time when she's been insecure and I can't think of it on the show. I don't think I've ever heard her be like, do you want to be with me? Do you, you know, like, do you this, that, and the other? If anything, she's the opposite. She's usually like, look, guys are constantly hitting on me. Yeah. I'm used to it. This is nothing new. Um, and that's why she 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 took that down because she was like, well, when we were in the pods, he wouldn't say anything nice about me. Now he's seen me. Yeah. She's now all of a sudden she's like, okay, now you want something, right? Pod Raven versus the physical Raven, which I just, I really thought her thought process on that was very smart and very mature. And it's like, yeah, you we can see through your BS. Your Bartise? <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't say, and then it was crazy too, because he kept trying to say in the pool how compatible they were. Yeah. And she was like, no, we're not. We wouldn't have anything to talk about besides working out. Like she, he's trying to make it sound like they had this really deep connection, which I don't think that they did. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> here's, here's my whole thing with that because every time they interact, and I, I think this was the this was the first time in the poll, um, there might have been a different time when they interacted, uh, Raven and Bartiz. Uh-huh. Raven, I mean, excuse me, Bartiz is trying. He's still trying. He's to- trying. And then she shoots him down in a very polite way because women, y'all are yeah. much better at it than we are. And and so she shoots him down. But then when he goes back and talks to Nancy about it, mm. he makes it sound like he was the one that shut it down. He was like, yeah, you know, I was talking to her and I just realized how much I love you instead of her. And it's like, that's not what, that's not how that conversation went down. You were dipping your little toe trying to, and she smacked you. And now all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, no, yeah, I really don't like her. And, and that's the part, guys do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to <laughs> dance with you anyway. Exactly. <laughs> When we shoot you down at the club, I want to dance at you anyway. <laughs> and 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 but for me, you're absolutely right because this is, and I've seen 
I've seen uh, uh, even married men do this. You're married. You're engaged. You have no business even trying to dip your toe into anything. You have no business flirting. You have no business trying to be funny. You have no business exploring these um, alternate scenarios where you guys met at a bar and then you go home with each other. You don't do that. There's no point. That conversation is going to lead you nowhere. But good. it works on a lot of women, and I, because I think about when. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> tell, me, tell me about that. <laughs> like when married men try to hit on me, it's a huge turnoff because I'm like, "What are you doing?" But a lot of women, it's just about the attention, and they'll gobble it right up, and they may start an affair with you. You know what I mean? But like, I would look. I mean, I, I kind of look down on those guys. It's like, dude, you're married and you're really trying to see if like, hey, you want to go like hang out? You're trying to make it seem like you want to be friends with me. But dude, I know exactly what you're trying to do. Well, you know, the the whole flirting thing, right? Sometimes it could be innocent and you think it's innocent, but... But why would a married guy try to like go and hang out with me and him? Like, by, there's no reason. That's not flirting. Because again, they're... they're, they're, they're it's that whole thing is I'm kidding unless you're willing to do it. Kind exactly. Of thing. <laughs> yeah. You have an easy out of you like, of like, oh, well, aren't you married? You're like, oh, I was just playing. Like, no, you do that to a hundred women. Someone's going to say, yeah, let's, let's go to the mall. I'll help you find an outfit for your whatever. Like the lingerie. Let's go to Victoria's yeah, like, oh, Secret. You dress really well. Can you help me pick out a suit? Like, I don't yeah, know what to buy. You're like the same size as my wife. Can you mm. come in there and try this on and see if it looks good on you? So ridiculous. But I mean, the, <laughs> the Raven and Bartise conversation versus the Cole and Colleen. And I wonder like if they look back on it, like the reunion or whatever. I don't know if they bring it up or whatever, but like, it's like, yeah, Raven did it the way she was supposed to. Yeah. And if it's that easy for her, how come everybody else, and we've seen it in other seasons too, how come they can't do it? I mean, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I don't know. Um, you know, my whole stance on that is that, you know, if you're not committed, things like this will happen. Right. That's that's just the way I see it. Now, let's just say if I were to play devil's advocate, they just got engaged. Right? <laughs> like a week ago, they didn't know each other. That's true. <laughs> or whatever, however long they've been in the pods. Yeah. I, they don't really say, how many weeks are they in the pod? It's 10 days in the pod. 10 days in the pod, right? Mm-hmm. So they've only been engaged for like a day or two in all fairness. Yeah, the loyalty is not there. Right, it's it's not there. But, and I think, so what I was going with that is that sometimes when you're single, you can't help but flirt and be that way Yeah. because you're single. So you're kind of putting yourself out there. Right. And then all of a sudden, but it, you know, in the real world, it takes a little bit of time and then after a while you if especially if you're goo goo gaga for that person, you stop trying to flirt with anybody else. Now you're yeah. like, No, I'm focused on, you know, the only person I have on my mind is this person. But I don't know, I think it was the the whole novelty of it all that oh, I'm finally seeing you like I'm putting a face to a to mm-hmm. a to a and voice. Now you're in a bikini. <laughs> now you're in a bikini and you look better than I thought you were gonna look. Like I had no idea what you look like. And now all of a sudden I'm seeing you and you're like, wow, you're like even better. I just don't I, understand I what thought. his end game was. Was he thinking like <clears throat> maybe if I kind of change her mind, we could be like I don't I don't know. I just don't see the point of that on this show and they know everything is filmed and it's like I just don't get what he thought was going to happen I, from that. I, I kind of almost feel like, um, I, again, you know, we were talking about this earlier. If you're not committed, and I mean like fully committed, and that implies everything, and I mean everything, then you're always going to have an escape plan. Yeah. And that's part of it. It's an escape plan. Like, hey, if it doesn't work out between me and Zainab, 
He's trying to get backups and everything. <laughs> but you know, that's you know, that's that's just me. That's yeah. just what I've what I've noticed is that whenever if you look forward and you're not really thinking about other people, whatever, then that really shouldn't be it. But I don't know, you know, people are weird that way. Yeah. People like to feel desired. Uh, people like that game. I don't know why, but and they sometimes like to be desired by somebody other than their, you know, their partner for some odd reason. Yeah, and guys, I mean, I don't, and from what I know, it's harder for guys to say no if a beautiful woman is all over you. It's really hard. And oh, it's extremely if it's, hard. Yeah. If it's stroking your ego, then like it only takes that split second, and you guys are already doing something. And then it's like if you're married. That's it. You can't turn back. It's like you're already, you know what I mean? You can't. So it's like, but I just, it's really sad because I I do like Nancy and I don't know why he can't just be happy with you have a beautiful, sweet girl that's 100% into you. Like just enjoy that. Because he doesn't physically like her. That's, that's, that's what it boils down to. At the end of the day, that's what it boils down. He keeps on trying to say like he's not superficial, but he is. And he said it. He just keeps on saying it in a roundabout way. You know, he goes on about, you know, I can't say that it's not. It really is and blah, 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 blah. It's like you, it is. It yeah. is. And that's 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 what it boils down to. I think people have a hard time admitting that. Yeah. I think people have a really hard time. Admitting yeah, because it doesn't sound good to say I care more about looks than anything else. And it does matter. Looks matter. <laughs> Absolutely, they matter. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Well, yes and no. I think, I think, me personally, I think you can develop that. I think I'd kind of take a, because we've talked about that women can do that. Yeah. I think men can too. There has to be a little bit yeah. of attraction. Don't get me wrong. You can't, you can't be completely unattracted to that person. Yeah. If there's a little bit. A little bit. It, it actually can, can build quite mm-hmm. a bit, right? Yeah. Um, but I think, and this is where I think people get... Um, caught up with it, right? It's again, the outside forces. So, uh, and and I'll I'll be honest with you. So when I was married uh, and I was married for 15 years, right? But there were times, even maybe like 10 years into our marriage where, you know, I fantasized about having sex with my wife and she was my wife. (laughs) So I could, you know, granted she was gone a lot, right? So she was, you know, she was a flight attendant, but there were times when I was like, man, I can't wait till she gets home. Like it's, it's going to, it's going to be on. I, it never really occurred to me like seeing a, uh, another woman and being like, oh, I'd like to get with her. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was married and I was like, okay, I don't want to think about that. A, a, a third person. I want to think about my wife. And so I would, you know, think about having sex with her. You know, made me think of that movie. I love you, man, where Paul Rudd was talking about how he jerked <laughs> off to his own girlfriend and, and what's his face? Jason. Ritter, he's so like, Ugh. yeah, he's like, you're nasty. <laughs> like jerk off to your own girlfriend. <laughs> well, because, yeah, that's, I mean, how, how can I explain it? When you're really into somebody like that, mm-hmm. it's that's the way to keep them interested. Because yeah. obviously there's going to be, if you look at it objectively and say like, oh, there are other women that are more symmetrical and prettier and hippier, or big breasts, big booty, whatever it is that you're into. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you're going to be comparing your wife to every other woman out there, yeah, there's going to be other women that are that are going to have features that you would prefer more. Yeah. But what good does that do you in the end? I mean, it really doesn't do, doesn't do you. You had no business getting married. If, yeah. that, if you wanted a, the buffet of life, mm-hmm. <laughs> you shouldn't have gone to a steakhouse. No. <laughs> you should have went to Pancho's. I wonder if Pancho's still open. By the oh, way. God. I think there's one that I saw. <laughs> that place is so disgusting. I cannot believe 
I can't remember what it's somewhere. I loved it though, man. <laughs> when I was a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Endless sopapillas and oh, ice cream. Man, you praise the little raise flag. Raise the flag. Raise that, the flag. That was a beautiful model. <laughs> I don't know why people don't do that anymore. That, that was great. Yeah, because then you, you don't know. have to like find your waiter and flag they, them down. They leave and you alone. And they leave you alone until you raise a little flag. Then they, that lets What's them like know. What's like at the, the Brazilian steakhouses? They have that thing that's like green and red where you want more meat. You have it like oh, green. Oh, I don't want to go to those fancy places. Oh. <laughs> Like fogo to chow or whatever. So it's like a little circle. And if it's red, that means you don't want any meat because they're walking around with all the meat, right? Oh, okay. If it's green, it's like, come on oh, over. Yeah. So it's kind of raised the I've kind of dabbled maybe trying to become a vegetarian so I don't eat too much meat sometimes. But every now and then I crave it. Like right now it's a little cooler. Why do I you want to become a vegetarian? Because as a, so red meat is is hard on you. Yeah. And so is like chicken's got a lot of cholesterol and stuff like that. So we can eat it like maybe once a week. Yeah. I don't eat a lot of it, but yeah. then I'll just, I just imagine what my life would be like if I went completely vegetarian sometimes. <laughs> You'd be angry. <laughs> I'd be hangry for sure. I don't really care that much about meat. Honestly, if you took it out of my diet, I wouldn't. Yeah, I can't say that. I, yeah, most men can't. <laughs> it's hard. Don't get me wrong. Because like I said, like now that it's cooled down a little bit, I, I'm craving a lot of red meat. Because you're um, like that hibernation mode. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just like, sometimes I want to, I want a steak sometimes and, yeah. you know, or fajitas or something like that. But anyways, I Yeah, digress. maybe a steak in the summertime would be harder because you go all like groggy, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to, yeah. It's, yeah. And and again, it's so what's harder. Good for as, the summertime, like fish. Well, as, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah fish. Again, chicken is depending on how you. If it's not all deep fried and battered and stuff, you know, you then get away with it. Nobody but. wants that. <laughs> Grilled but chicken. But also, also red meat is very hard to digest as I get older. You know, mm. I'm not a young, I'm not a young man anymore. Mm. I'm older, so it takes a while to digest that red meat, and it just it just sits in there. Do you know that long. if you eat a lot of red meat, you stink because the the meat smell comes out of your pores. <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> we're taking a turn for the worst. Totally off topic. Okay. Um, but I'm, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, Bartiz though. Bartiz, we're mm. on Bartiz. <laughs> yeah. He's, he needs to come to grips with the fact that he doesn't like her and she knows it too, but, but that, she can't really What you said, anything. like if, because she's really sweet and very into him, if he would just stay focused on her, that attraction would probably grow. It would take a little bit of time, but he can't stay focused on her and that's the problem. But yeah. Um, but yeah, just to shift to something a little bit lighter, um, Brennan and Alexa had like a little sweet moment. They were out underneath a tree, I don't know, on a bench talking or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I really like Alexa because she's very much a fashionista and she mm. made some comments about not wearing the same outfit twice. And she had this hat that she was toting around for weeks because she wanted to wear it. Like it's a look and she all wore the, it under the shade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it made me think of, cause she was talking about, cause Brennan is a little bit of a cowboy and she, she doesn't really like that kind of stuff. And she already starts talking about like, yeah, we're going to go shopping and we need to basically change his look, which I feel like most women in a relationship try to change the way their guy dresses. Cause most men don't know how to dress unless you're, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like the majority okay. of men don't. So like every boyfriend that I've ever had, I had to do a complete makeup. <laughs> so, so here's my only thing. And don't get me wrong. I don't necessarily completely 100% disagree with what you said, but the hypocrisy between <laughs> men and women is palpable, man. It is the hypocrisy is just too much because, because if a guy were to do that, 
and tell a woman to dress differently, we would get crucified. Oh, Kanye West tried to do that to Kim Kardashian. The internet took that and was like, how dare you? A guy can't tell a a girl, let's say that her normal outfit is jeans and sneakers and a t-shirt. He can't say like, hey, you need to start dressing in skirts and summer skirts and and summer dresses because Mm -hmm. I like those. He would get crucified. And there would be no resurrection from that. <laughs> you would be done. But a, but a woman can do that. I yeah. think part of it is because guys, we really don't care. Like, and they do, sometimes they do have a hard time. I think they want to be more fashionable, but can't always pull it off or don't know enough to really kind of dive into that I was just going to say, because I think that um, men are not as... Um, creative artistically you know you guys are more math science right they talked Mm -hmm. about like the sides of the brain and everything and i think putting an outfit together you have to be artistic a little bit creative think outside the box or how is this going to look with that and maybe guys are just not as good with that kind of stuff and that's why you guys i don't know i I, sometimes guys do like to take uh risks Mm -hmm. but unfortunately like usually when the guys do that the girls don't like it too much the girls are like let's say they wear a weird hawaiian shirt and they think oh this is cool the women might be like, no. <laughs> Is this person you're talking about you? <laughs> no, no, but but like, for instance, uh, Cole, because uh-huh. Cole likes to take risks. I mean, I've seen him wear some stuff like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> he was wearing jean shorts at one point. I don't know. It was a couple oh, episodes yeah. back. Yeah, he's wearing jean shorts. So I know that most women don't like jean shorts. And then he was wearing a Hawaiian, uh-huh. he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt with a three piece, like he had a, uh, uh-huh. a vest and a blazer on and it was yeah. a Hawaiian shirt. And he, so he takes risks, but- it doesn't always land with people. Yeah. And especially if the woman that you're with is has a different fashion sense, it's not going to well, land with her. I think most women would just even appreciate if you just wore a button up with some dark jeans. Like we can all appreciate that. But why is it that guys want to dress, no offense, but like the dad jean, relaxed fit kind of, I don't understand. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's being relaxed. It's um, practicality. I don't, some guys will say like, well, I just want to be comfortable today. So I wore this, but it's like a sweater, like a kind of a looser. It's just as comfortable as that thing. Women yeah. do that women too. Women do that too. Yeah. No. I was about to say women, I've seen some women, they're like, I'm going to be comfortable. I don't yeah. care what anybody yeah, thinks. Yeah. They're like, like, I didn't have time. It's like, it takes two seconds to throw on a dress and you don't have to think about it. It's one piece. What are you talking about? Women. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> just so that we're clear. <laughs> it's just so that was not Jose. Not I know women are going to be it's mad not Jose. At me, no, I, just, I you know I I could care less. I mean, you know, honestly, but see that that kind of goes to what we we're talking about at the beginning, right? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, she wants to look pretty when we're at the beach or out in um at a pool party, mm-hmm. but who are you trying to look pretty for? Because you already got me. I'm your I'm your fiance, right? So if I'm your fiance, it's, a party. it's like if you went so to who like, are you trying to look good for? It just makes you feel good when okay. you feel good. If I went to, let's say that there was a uh, a ball of some sort, mm-hmm. and I show up in jeans and a t shirt, I'm not going to feel good. You you're going to get dressed well, but up to make you. That's inappropriate because that's a, that's a that's a bad scenario because that's inappropriate because the function means that you that's how you should dress. I'm just saying so if that, I feel good about myself it obviously is going to make me have a better night because I feel good Mm. rather than being like, oh my God, I look terrible or whatever. All women know we have those, you know, days when we're like, I feel so fat. You don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done that before too, you know, with the, you know, if I'm, if I'm dating somebody and they're just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to do my makeup. I didn't get a chance to finish it in this. I'm like, you look great. Mm -hmm. Look fantastic. Let's go. But sometimes they just can't get over it. 
And through the entire night, we got to hear about how things didn't work out. Their outfit didn't fit or it's too tight. I don't think it has to do about this. with strangers. It's about how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. Again, I, I don't I know. I know you don't understand. I'm just saying that no, it's I mean, not... I, I get it, but it, it, it tends to put a damper on the night, on the evening. I understand. Because I'm trying to have a good time and I think you're gorgeous, but you, for whatever reason, don't like it and now... I got to hear about it. I think women can be very hard on ourselves about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, guys, if you didn't get to finish or your makeup wasn't doing exactly what you wanted, guys wouldn't notice. But for us, it it just makes us feel, if we don't feel good about ourselves, it's harder to have a really fun night Yeah, if we're just feeling that but way. I don't know. I mean, it turns into a vicious cycle though, doesn't it? Because you're thinking about it and then you feel bad and then you think about it more and you feel bad and you feel bad and you think about it and you feel bad and it's like... Now what? You know, like drink alcohol. <laughs> Makes you forget. <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know. But but yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to so I'm gonna touch on episode six now because they, they come back to Dallas and they're going to their apartments, I guess at the the uh, show rents out little apartments for them for the for the time being while they're filming, and Cole and Zinab are having a conversation. Uh, I think a couple of times, once at their apartment and once when they go to his disgusting, nasty apartment. Um, Man, that was horrible, wasn't it? Dude, that was horrible. I was looking at that and thinking, dude, dude how do you? How do you? What is happening here? What? I was eating lunch and I had the thing, I was making avocado toast. I had it right at my mouth when they zoomed over to the toilet and I wanted to throw, I was like, why would you show that? Why would you live like that? Not, not why you show that. Why do you? How do you not? Do you not have I've any been clean in some, products? I've been in some nasty guys' apartments. Oh, you explain disgusting. this to me, I, sir. I can't. I can't. That's don't get me wrong. My my house is not the neatest and tidiest. You don't have underwear by your TV. No, I don't. But I'm just saying, like that. That was a bit too much. Yeah, that was it. He had dishes everywhere. Like a towel on the counter. It was just. It was just everywhere. I'm telling you, I've was, been to a lot of guys' apartments and. That's Oof. typically, but no, they were talking about, Cole had talked to his parents and his parents are really against, I guess the whole experiment and all that kind of thing. And it's not that they don't want to accept her per se, but it just got me thinking about when you're in a relationship and the family doesn't approve mm-hmm. or for whatever reason, like, yeah, you can take the stance of like, I don't care what your parents think because I'm not marrying them and blah, 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 which is probably what most people will say. But it mm-hmm. still hurts, especially because Cole seems very close with his family and they're very religious and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. how would you feel? Like, would it? I know you would say like, I'm not marrying them, but wouldn't it still hurt a little bit that like everybody in that family doesn't approve of you for whatever yeah. reason? Eh, not, not hurt. It wouldn't hurt. I don't. I don't. I just think that it may, it can also <laughs> make I, things I, hard in the relationship, though. If she's close with her family, like you were talking about, like people influencing and saying things in the outside world and blah, blah, blah. If I go see my parents and every time I see them, they're like, why are you with this guy? He's no good, blah, blah, blah. It's going to sink in and it's going to cause problems when I go home. No, it, it doesn't cause problems when you go home uh, unless you let it because... Um, I've been discriminated against. So my ex-wife, not everybody in her family was accepting of the Mm. fact that I'm Mexican. That wasn't a thing. So Mm. I wasn't accepted right away. And as a matter of fact, you know, without getting too too whatever, but yeah, especially her grandfather was, Mm. is a totally different subject. He grew up in the, 
I don't know, he was like a cop in the 50s in like Illinois or something like that. But mm. nevertheless, I wasn't accepted. It's not like they, not, not everybody anyways. There were some people in her family that did accept me. They came from different, like, hey, whatever. Was she really close with her grandfather? <clears throat> No, no, not 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 particularly. That's what I'm saying. Like, but but nevertheless, but there were other people too. They they were influenced, right? So the yeah. the either the matriarch or the patriarch, whatever the grandparents are, it it leaves some influence. Obviously, you grow up and you you learn better, you know, and this that and the other. But yeah, it. Um, and I've dated women before. There was kind of the same thing. They would kind of look at me weirdly and be like, "Oh, like you're dating." You're dating a Mexican? I mean, this was way before. And by the way, they just passed a law just to reiterate that interracial marriages are legal. I don't know if you, I saw that and, and thought that was weird because they did it for same-sex marriages uh-huh. and interracial. They passed a bill again to basically say, we're not going to change our stance on this. Oh, okay. I thought, you're not saying this is a new law. <laughs> no, it's not a new oh, law, okay. but they, they went back and they said, okay, let's, I don't know why they revisited it, but they were like, okay, let's revisit this and let's pass a law. Maybe that, so there's no uh, question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But the point being is that, yes, I've been discriminated against, right? And it's that whole thing of, but it didn't, I wasn't mad at my partner for it. It wasn't No, 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 not, not and that. And it's not going to cause any issues for me. It, it doesn't, it didn't cause any issues for me or the... Um, or the situation, I, I, you know, again, like you said, I, I really took a, I'm not marrying your family. Right. If they accept me, great. If they don't, but it's I don't hard know what to for you. the person who's like my mother and I are very close, mm-hmm. and my mother would never say that she doesn't approve of whatever. But if she did, let's say she hated my husband, and every time I saw my mom, and because I'm extremely close, we talk all the time. If I'm hearing that constantly, it's hard to not let that seep in. It's it's going to be hard to not project some of that. And then on our day-to-day of like, well, then it, if he does something stupid or be like, well, in my mind, I'm thinking that's what mom said, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's hard. So I feel bad for anyone that is in a relationship where the other family doesn't accept them. It's still hard. I don't know. Like, let's say it was me and this is just me because, you know. I'm different. <laughs> but let's just say for the sake of argument that um, it's somebody, either my family or good friends or whatever, and I've chosen this woman to be my wife and they don't like her, then I'm just not hanging out with them anymore. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Again, and, and this is just me because I'm weird. I committed to this person. I made vows to this person that I was going to put you above everybody else, including my own mother, including everybody. Like I made a vow to you in front of everybody. I took my vows seriously. And this includes my best friend, uh, my acquaintances, my grandmother, my grandfather. And if you don't like her, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to tell you because that's what a vow means. It means that I'm putting you above everybody else. There is nobody... There is no other individual that comes before you. Don't get me wrong. I love my mom and, you know, and she raised me and this, that, and the other, but I'm an adult now and I'm, I'm not going to say like, I, we're not going to take care of you, but you have to respect my choices. If one of these days my my kids come to me and they have a woman and let's say she's, um, let's say fast, <laughs> <laughs> it makes no difference to me. The way I kind of feel about it is that I've raised you to become a grown man now, and now you get to make your own decisions. And it's very important that you choose the right partner, your life partner. It it really is one of the most important decisions that you're ever going to make. But it has to work for you. It doesn't have to work for me. I could care less. I'm not going to be married to this woman. 
And if you're happy with her, I'm happy for you. Makes no difference with my opinion. Would I go for her? No, not even a little bit. Nor would I even entertain dating a person like that, but it's not my life. It's yours. Mm -hmm. I'm going to respect that. I'm going to do it. Now, again, if she acts inappropriately in front of me, I'm going to call her out on that too. Yeah. Because it's just like, hey, if you're, you know, let's say she's getting drunk and stumbling all over the place, like, hey, you can't do that. Like, right. you know, you're going to come to my house. <laughs> Don't get around. You have, have a good time party, but you can't like start taking off your clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Because it's still my house. Like, yeah, you're married to my son and I love you both, but you can't do that in my house. Like, right. you just have to be respectful. But aside from that, you know, again, if you're happy and you guys are happy, I'm happy for you. It makes, it's none of my business. And I take that same approach with all my sisters. So every guy that my sister ever um, dated or whatever, they after a while, they knew not to ask me. What I thought about them because I wasn't going to give them an opinion. Yeah. It's like, do you like them? Yeah, there you go. I'm just saying, I still think it can cause a lot of problems in the relationship if if the one if the person that the family doesn't like them if they take that to heart and it seeps in their mind, it's going to affect your relationship. Like you can't help it. Just the same as you know when you talk to your friends and if your friends are constantly saying stuff. All it takes is that one fight that you have with your partner and you're like, man, they were all right. Like, I'm just saying. Um, Don't ever say that. <laughs> unless, unless you really never want them to reconcile. Don't ever say that. But you know what, though? Okay, so, it, you know, talking about that, whether you like it or not, like, um, and this is on a totally different subject, but still a little bit whatever. Going back to the pool, mm. Alexa was talking with the girls and she started talking about the intimacy that they had mm -hmm. that Alexa was having with Brennan and how at first it wasn't very good. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, after she coached him, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. after she mentored him, he got, yeah. he got better at it or whatever. What is up with that? What is up with women talking about that sort of guy? I, you know, I'm trying to think of guys. I don't think we ever get that. Like the guys might be like, hey, did you did you score? I'm like, yeah. And that's usually about it, if and when we talk. But I can't remember ever going into too much detail about stuff like that, especially not with, let's say, a, my fiance. <laughs> Why she decided to tell everyone in the world watching that her husband was a one minute man, I don't two understand. Minutes, two minutes. Oh, Give him that extra okay. minute, the guy. Fine. <laughs> But that was embarrassing. I I wonder what he thinks when he saw that because that's really embarrassing. And here's my thing on it. <laughs> tell me your thing on it because I'm going to tell you my thing on it. <laughs> I don't ever remember telling a friend about mm -hmm. sexual things like that mm -hmm. until the relationship was over. <laughs> like <laughs> once it's over, then I can say, oh, yeah, girl, wow, look, let me tell that's you. that's horrible. But during. I wouldn't, that's really private. I don't, like, if I'm with you, I obviously still, like, respect you and whatever. But, yeah, if you did me wrong and Man. the relationship's over, I'll almost start telling everybody. Well, <laughs> but you everybody. know what, though? I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you um, because I do know that women talk. When I saw it on Caught on Camera, it was, uh, <laughs> it was just like, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Proof. <laughs> It's like the elusive fox, right? Yeah. You never see him. You have to wait like a month before he finally comes out, but then he finally comes out. Mm. But anyways, I, I know women talk. I, I've heard this before. Yeah. So, you know, let's just put it this way. Every time is a performance for me because it's like, if you're going to talk, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you something to talk about. Mm -hmm. And you know that if you're dating someone, chances are her girlfriend probably knows how you perform and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And But here's the thing, and this is what I would... 
and, and, and I've heard this, right? That sometimes if it's good, right? If it's mm. really good, the girl won't brag about it. Yeah, because she doesn't want other girls. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what they said. Yep. That's exactly what she said. Wouldn't I guys asked a, be the same, well, the same I asked way? A, I, asked a woman, I asked a woman that one time and, and, and she was like, yeah, if it's good, I'm not going to brag about it. Because like, I said like, hey, like, are you talking to your friends about me? She's like, no. <laughs> like, why not? She's like, well, I'm not going to go off and, and I'm not bragging about myself. But you know, again, every for me, it's a performance. <laughs> but I'm just saying if you were if you were with a woman and she was like the best and you were bragging to your guy friends, wouldn't you think that would plant that idea in their head and start fantasizing? I mean, if they're my friends, my friends, the people no, that not I would your, have. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, you know, not like your best friend, but like just people. And you're like, oh, man, no, my girl does I, this thing. Let me tell you, we you're don't, planting that. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, not, not for me anyways. I've never thought of it that way. Cause I've heard other people and even like on shows and, and movies and stuff, they talk about it. It's like, when you start saying intimate things that they do, you mm. like with them, whatever mm. it's that other person now has that vision. Mm. And if you're, you want to, you may start kind of like trying to slide into their DM or something like, Hey. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's, uh, I will say this, um, for women, women are typically a lot better at it than guys is my understanding. Yes. I've never been with a guy, so I don't know. but I've well, heard, I've you. heard her horror stories, yeah. you know, about like what she was talking about, like, it's just like, you know, two minutes and then bam, that's, that's over or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, okay. So I've never been that away. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I'm an adult and. You, sometimes you have to speed things along if you, <laughs> if you have an appointment <laughs> or if you're meeting friends or you're going out like, okay, we have, you know, you know, but 15 minutes really or something. But I think really personal. I wouldn't tell my friends because I've been with guys that had certain situations like, and I wouldn't tell my, this is very personal. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what the rules are with that, but women tend to do that. They share stories again, but it seems like sometimes they share bad stories more than good stories. But I don't know. I'm sure there's some good stories out there. It's probably juicier to talk about the best. <laughs> like, yes. But I don't know why why she did that. I think it was really embarrassing. It wasn't necessary. And it's like maybe if you wanted to tell your really close friend that in secret. Yeah, I don't know why she wanted to tell it, them gals. Yeah, and on TV. Because mm-hmm. she was telling, uh, who was it, Raven and uh, uh, Zainab, I think. I right? don't remember who she was talking to, but I was just like, dude, why would or you? Colleen. It was Colleen, I think, maybe. Because you know she's going to go back and tell, you know, Matt or whatever. She's going to go back and tell her dude. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I, I would I, tell <laughs> if, if my girlfriend said, my, you know, my husband does something, whatever, I would tell my boyfriend, like, man, guess what Stephanie told me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to tell you. And then he knows. So then when we all go out, it's like he knows the thing too. Yeah. I think a lot of stuff needs to be private. Don't tell people about your escapades with your partner. Like I said, if I'm broken up with you, I don't care anymore. If someone like, I mean, but if I'm with you, I'm not going to be telling people that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't get, I don't get it. I don't understand why they feel the need to, to, to share that information. But anyways, I just, I just wanted to point that out that like, again, um, (laughs) <laughs> I guess it's the, what women do, but I just found that a bit strange. Actually, that's a good segue into my next point because I was, um, when Raven and SK were in the apartment, mm-hmm. um, I think they had had a long night before. He'd gotten some phone calls and stuff and she was trying to make coffee and this and that. 
and it made me think about like, and which was weird too, because the clock, I don't know if you noticed that it said 1230 in the afternoon, but they acted like they just got up. She was making coffee, couldn't figure out the machine, but. Oh yeah. Because she couldn't sleep at night. Remember? No, I know. But like, if I waited till 1230 to have coffee, I'd be cranky too. But I was just thinking about like morning people versus not morning people. Mm. I know you and I are early risers. Mm-hmm. And I like, I don't understand. I've been with people and it's like, they can sleep until like 10 a.m., which is crazy to me. Like, I can't imagine that. But like, do you think it's hard, not hard, like it's a deal breaker, but to be in a relationship with someone who's the exact opposite or is it kind of nice? Maybe you have time to yourself in the morning. No, it's, um, it is nice to have your time by yourself in the morning. It is nice. And then you can also... Um, if the person that you're with likes to sleep in, you can also like go start breakfast and get stuff done. And then, you know, when they wake up, they can all be ready for you. And it's, yeah. Cause I, I am, I am an early riser, but I will have to say that I do enjoy my, uh, alone time in the morning too. Mm. Like I do enjoy being a little bit by myself when everybody else is asleep, kind of walk around when we go on vacation, kind of the same thing. I'd get up, walk around, do a little bit of whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just put on the news or read or or do whatever, whatever my routine is. But, but yeah, no, I I think, I think it works. But if they sleep in too late, that's when things start going awry. But yeah, it's really annoying because you're like, we got to go like do stuff. I don't know. It just seems like maybe if, if you sleep in a little bit, it's okay. But like, Back in the day, I was with someone who did sleep till like noon, and it's like, dude, like that's too long. Yeah, no, like, I agree. I agree. My kids, they sleep in. Well, one of them does, the other one not so much. Yeah. So, um, I know you got your thing, but did you did you want to talk about meeting parents? Um, or no, not so much because Bartiz met Nancy's folks. Yeah, I I kind of didn't really bring that up only because we do that. I mean, every season they have the meet the parents and whatever. But yeah. I did want to talk about one thing because it came up with um, Bartice and Nancy and with Brennan and Alexa, the money situation. Mm. The women make more money, get my money, mm. or they have more money. I don't know if, if Alexa works or she just comes from money. I, I don't know her situation, but... She what never you, talks about work. I don't know what her, her I, little... She probably she's a worked consultant. for her dad. I don't... I don't. Do you remember what her title was whenever I they would show? I think it was like... Uh, I don't... I, I, I don't remember I hers. Thought, I had no, it written down. I can go back and look. Yeah. I remember I wrote everybody. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So um, you were talking about finances, but yeah. But yeah, so Bartise goes to Nancy's rental property and mm-hmm. they're kind of talking about it. Nancy's very established. Bartise a little bit younger. He clearly doesn't have anything. Brennan, you know, he's older, but he's still, you know, he just doesn't have that kind of lifestyle. Prenup is what Alexa told. Well, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. But (laughs) I mean, you don't know that person. You can get half of what I have because you've been with me for a week. So, (laughs) and and, and so I'm going to circle back around because this is how I feel about it is if either you're in or you're not in. But I can't speak that, for what the other person's going to do. Let's say that they get married and a week later, Brennan has an affair. And now I have to give you half of everything. Nope. My philosophy or my theory, and this is just my theory. Mm-hmm. If you have any kind of exit plan, and I mean any kind of exit plan, you're going to exit. It's as simple as that. That's just been my philosophy. I've never, I've never heard a situation. I never heard a story where... People were married for 70 years and they were like, yeah, we were married, but from the get-go, I had my own bank account and I was ready to leave whenever. If he ever acted up, I was ready to go 
they never say that. <laughs> these 70 year marriages, these 60 year marriages, never do they say like, yeah, I love them and we've been together, but I always had my escape plan no matter what. Like it was always ready to go. It's like, no, if you have one, you're going to leave. It's as simple as that. And that's just me personally. Uh, I've heard it uh, say in other analogies where I think it was like Eddie Murphy. And he said, look, if this is what you want to do, it's your plan A. Don't make a plan B. Because if you make a plan B, you're going to fall back on that plan B every single time. So either go forward and that's your only objective and you're going to make it or die. It's as simple as that. I'm not saying that I don't agree with some of what you're saying. You're right. You shouldn't have like, here's my backup plan. But I cannot control what other people do. And if you decide to have an affair a week after we're married and then I try to divorce you and now you get half of everything I've worked my entire life for, I'm sorry. That's not, to me, that's not like me having like, oh, I got like a backup dude just in case. But I can't control what you do. You could hurt me in the most you know, unimaginable way. I, I, I agree. But that's the whole point of marriage. That's the whole point of commitment. That's why it's a risk. And it, that's why I keep on saying it. Be, people think I'm joking when they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's the most important thing. It's like, no, no, it's the most important decision of your life. You're mm-hmm. either going to be extremely happy or extremely miserable because of the scenario you just pointed out where I worked all this all this time to c- accumulate all this wealth or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, I'm divorced. They take half. They take my kids. They take all this. You made a bad choice. It's as simple as that. So for me... I don't think I don't I don't take marriage lightly. If you're going to get married, you're either all in or you're not. But both people have to be. Yes, all I, in. I agree. But that's what I'm saying. I agree. You don't but know what your other person I, is going to do. But that's what I'm saying. No one knows what the other person is going to do. Like, but no I'm one, just none of saying us know the future. I'm not going to work my whole life and save and and have all these things just for I meet you a week later. I mean, I know it's different in this scenario, but like, and then you get half. Sorry, but anyways, my point was. <laughs> I digress. How do you think the majority of men feel about the woman making more money? Uh, I don't think they particularly care anymore. I have seen situations where the woman makes more money Mm -hmm. than the man, but she doesn't let that dictate the relationship Mm -hmm. because the finances are an important part, but it's not the only part. Part. Well, a lot of people will throw it in their face though in a fight yeah, or something. And that's 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 a, that's a path to to it's just not going to work, right? But as long as that doesn't happen, as long as they're not throwing it, I mean, look, we're talking about Love Is Blind, which is Nick Lachey, right? Mm-hmm. Nick Lachey was married to Jessica Simpson mm-hmm. at the time, and he was in ninety eight degrees. Nick Lachey, when they got when they were going to get married, he went, he made way more money than Jessica Simpson did at that time. He wanted a prenup. Jessica Simpson's dad says, nope, you're going to marry my daughter and y'all going to share everything. And that's all it is to it. Nick Lachey said, okay, fine. And how long were they married? I don't know. But during that marriage, during that marriage, her worth went way up. 98 Mm. degrees went out. They had the reality show, but she made a ton more money. Mm. When he left, he ended up taking her stuff. (laughs) He ended up he ended up way better out of that deal. Roseanne Barr and uh, Arnold, uh, what's I forget? Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Mm-hmm. Same situation. He was somewhat successful. He was a comedian, whatever. Roseanne Barr had her show, made a butt ton of money. Guess what? They broke up. He took half her stuff too. So it, it happens. But 
and nobody knows what the future is going to hold, but that's the whole point of marriage. It is a lifelong commitment. That's the way I look at it. Shouldn't be any divorce unless, you know, there are certain circumstances that happen. Whether a guy, now again, if she throws it in his face, that's when it becomes a problem. If she starts trying to dictate the relationship because she earns more money, and don't get me wrong, men have been, let's say the, 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 the thing that had happened before in the past was that women want to be more independent, right? It's like, we want to be independent. Uh, we don't want to stay married to the man just because like, I, I've never worked, I stayed at home and now I don't have any um, um, skill sets to get a job on my own. So I'm stuck with this guy forever, mm-hmm. right? So they want to be more independent. That's fine. Whether or not that should play a part in your relationship, I don't know. I don't know. For me, if, if I was with, uh, with a woman that made more than me, I make a pretty good living. So I wouldn't, it wouldn't matter to me too much. I'm pretty secure. Like, you know, like I don't, it's great, you know, like, but, you know, but by no means am I going to also be um, bullied by her either. I think <laughs> like, a lot of guys, a, like Oprah and what's his name? Oprah and the Stanford Stephon. or Stetson. St- I don't know. Stefan? <laughs> Stefan? Yeah. Stetson? Stetson? It starts with an S. Yes. There you go. Anyway, something like that. But obviously she's in billions. He's he does well though. He's an attorney. But that's so. what I'm saying. I I think a lot of guys, if you're let's say you had a normal job, you're making forty thousand a year and you get with someone who's making hundred and fifty, guys feel like they're supposed to be their providers and all that kind of stuff. I know a lot of guys that that would bother them. Some, but I mean the culture's changed quite a bit. I mean, I'm telling you, I've I've gone out with women that didn't like me to open up the door for them. They thought that was misogynistic. I don't know. I don't know how to deal with that. I don't. So it's like, okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) And they want to pay for dinner sometimes too. And they want to do this and they want to do that. And it's like, okay, great. I've opened up the door. Isn't that just polite? I would open up the door for someone who was coming behind me that I didn't know. Isn't that just being like. I don't know what the rules are anymore. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. you don't know what to I, do. I, I, I don't. You stand at the door uh, and just like, yeah, what I do don't. I do? But 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 uh, again, it, it whether you you make more than me or less than me, it doesn't matter. As long as you're not talking to me crazy, we're good. Now again, if there's certain, this is the way you are. Um, I want to be this way, and I want to be that way. I want to be independent. I want to pay for for meals. If if I'm with a woman that says that, great, wonderful. Let's do that. So long as you're not throwing it in my face and saying, well, you know, I make more money than you. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Easy there. Right. Now we got a problem because now you're, you're, you're bringing in something that, that, that shouldn't, unless I'm, again, let's say I'm not working and mm-hmm. I'm at home for, you know, two or three years without working and I'm not really doing anything at home either. Mm-hmm. I'm not fulfilling that whatever. But there's nowadays, there's a lot of women that work and guys stay home. Like a stay at home dad is a thing now. Yeah. It's way more of a thing now. It can work if obviously if you respect the other person, but I think that maybe as a woman, I can say that is probably one of our fears of staying at home and not having any income because we don't have a say. And I've seen it time and time again. It's like, yeah, my husband won't let me get this thing. And his excuse is like, well, I make the money. I should be able to make the decisions. (laughs) That's what they say. So what 1950 couple are you dealing with? (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So this was episode five and six. There's a, there's a lot in there. Um, you know, we're over halfway. I think there's like 11 episodes or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. 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 So good journey. There we are. Yeah. Okay. Till next time. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.